Welcome everybody back to Jedi Eternal episode 16. I am your co-host for the day, Braxton Taylor, and I'm here with your other co-host, Andrew Big Papa Bowling. <laughs> Big Papa. That's a new one. I don't know. He's trying to be a father today, I guess. Papa. So I don't know. Kind of made me think of Big Papa. I don't know. <laughs> Andrew, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, for some reason, that made me want pizza really bad. Just no, I'm, of Papa John's. I'm hungry, and I, you know, I could definitely go for some Papa John's. I'm so, so hungry. <laughs> Someone feed me, uh, please. please. Send us get, oh, uh, gift my. certificates to Papa John's. <laughs> oh man, I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. I'm. Uh, a little tired. This week has been kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that Monday night yes, live stream. Yes, live stream. It, we had a great time doing it. For a great time. Huge thank you to all of you who who joined in and asked so many questions and just kept interacting with yeah. us. You know, like <laughs> we didn't know what to expect. Right. We didn't know how right. many people were going to to watch, how many were going to talk to us. So <laughs> we were a little nervous about it, but like. What a great turnout. We yep. had so many people respond. It made it so easy for us. And so, oh, like, yeah, yeah. really appreciate that, guys. It was so fun. Yeah, and like like Andrew said, I was a little worried because, you know, we had a lot of responses on our event that we created. We had, mm-hmm. like, 300 people say that they were, like, interested and stuff. Like, oh, man, you know, this is really good. But, you know, I, I was hoping for, you know, like, this, you know, being optimistic, this awesome, big, huge turnout. But, you know, yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm kind of thinking, oh, you know, if we can get like right, five right. people in here and they know no one wants to say anything. No one wants to say anything, and, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, but that was not the case. That was not the case um, at all. No. We had a few things lined up to talk about and, you know, to fill the gaps. But we almost really didn't even need to we use them. We didn't even hardly, so, barely had to use any of that stuff because so, you guys were so responsive. So yeah, so we awesome. thank you for that. We do plan on doing more of that in the future. Absolutely. Um, Especially since that one went so well, right? Right, and, and what we might be doing is we'll have our podcast on Friday and maybe then do uh, a live stream just depending on the occasion on Saturday around maybe noon to 1 Eastern Standard Time. So that will be a little bit easier, better for you guys. Uh, for our friends in the UK, yeah. Yeah, UK, it's going to be like maybe 5 or 6 p.m. where you guys are. <laughs> We're not really sure what time it is over there for you guys. But <laughs> it's a little, all we know a little is later. <laughs> Josh and Birkenshaw, poor guy, was up at like 1.30 in the morning yeah. listening to us. A bunch and... of you guys, like Stuart Martin, a few other guys too, yeah. Yeah, so if we can try and... Uh, and maybe make it a little easier for you guys to right. to join in and have conversation with yeah. us. And also thinking about some of our friends in California, yeah. such as Noah, um, yeah. who can um, also be able to still participate. But he might have to get up a little early. <laughs> right. um, if but, we did at the time we're thinking, you know, it might be about it might 10 be, o'clock. It might be you, like so. 10 o'clock. That won't be too bad. <laughs> but anyway, the reason we did it at the time we did is just because it was Star Wars Day. We both had to work. And so we had to do it later that evening and things of right, that nature. Right. So, so try to do it on a weekend. It might be a little easier. So. Yeah. So here, hopefully in the near future, We'll let you guys know when we decide to do it, but we might do another one of those just to, again, have some conversation with you guys. Might try trying to do those every once in a while. And we, we, we wanted to try to do it. It was kind of a short notice, so we couldn't try you know, we couldn't really plan it out. But maybe the next uh, live stream, we'd like to try to get uh, some of you guys on there with yeah, us. actually have some you know, live conversations. Live conversations. Yeah. So it'd be really cool. Maybe a Zoom call or something. Yeah, I don't know yet. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. But without further, well, we just want to, again, say thank you. Thank um, you very much. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into our regularly scheduled program. 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 <laughs> Someday we're going to have to tell what, why <laughs> that's funny. We're going to have to explain why that's but funny. It's, but it's too long right it's, now. Yeah, anyway. not right now. <laughs> so we're going to get into our news for the day. Um, and we have a lot of stuff this week. A lot of stuff has happened since Monday. Surprisingly enough, yeah, because we, you know, after yeah. our podcast, we had talked, and like, man, they're like, we even talked about, like, 
before well i guess it was before we did the mm-hmm. the podcast on monday the live show but we yeah. were like do we still have one on friday because you know yeah. will there be much news we'll come to find out we actually have quite a few things to talk about today quite so. a few so let's go ahead and get the ball rolling here um our first news is in regards to mandalorian season two and it is officially confirmed that robert rodriguez and peyton reed are officially directing episodes of mandalorian season two so that's some pretty big news. Drew, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so we got a picture of, of Robert there posing with Baby Yoda. Wow. He put on his Instagram. What a lucky man. And, uh, <laughs> and so that was kind of how we found out that he's doing it. And then we also got uh, Peyton Reed posted a picture of like the director chair with the Mandalorian helmet sitting on it. And uh, so that was kind of how we got those announcements. And I'm... Again, I don't know a whole lot about Robert Rodri- Rodriguez. I can't say. I've been trying to say. You should have tried that. You just said Robert. should have just said Robert. Robert R or something. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, boy. Um, and so I, I don't know a whole lot about him, but I know Peyton Reed. I believe was director of Ant Man or Ant Man Two. Uh, Robert did or both helped on, or at least I don't know full scale, but he did uh, Alita: Battle Angel, which actually was a really good movie. Okay, I I've never watched it, but I've heard it's good things good. about it. Very good movie. And then Peyton Reed is director of Ant Man One and Two, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I don't know that for a fact. But... Um, so that of course are both fantastic movies. So I think it's in good hands. I'm excited to see. Uh, what they will be doing, um, and Carl also, Carl Weathers is directing an episode as well this yeah, time, right? I, yes, he is. I think he is. Think, yeah. I'm not sure if that's official or not. Yeah, I think it's kind I'm of not, a rumor at this point. I don't know that that's. I can't remember if that's official, but I do know that I think that's been talked about. So let's 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 go ahead and assume it is and let's talk about what our potential directors are for these episodes it would be john favreau Mm -hmm. dave filoni uh and dave filoni has said that what uh just i'm pretty sure you can hear his like air conditioning or furnace or whatever (laughs) well probably not a lot of times you know we can hear more our mics pick up more than you actually hear yeah whatever um so john favreau dave filoni dave filoni has already said that he's directing only one episode this time around, um, and then we got Peyton Reed, uh, Carl Weathers, Bryce Dallas Howard's coming back, and then Rick, uh, I don't know how you say his Fama last name, Yuma. but Femi- Fama Fama Yuma. So that is six directors, mm-hmm. and let's go ahead and assume two of those are doing directing two episodes, two episodes. Yeah. so probably uh, Favreau. I was guessing, and maybe... Probably Filoni. No, Filoni already said he's only doing one. Oh, that is correct. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So, maybe Favreau and... Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe Peyton Reed. Just, since since uh, Reed's such or a Rick. big name, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, surprised. be surprised. Yeah, yeah they're bringing someone like that in. So, we'll, yeah. we'll just have to see. Oh, actually, no. <laughs> well, I didn't include Robert in that, so that would be se- that'd be seven. Oh, okay. Then Favreau is probably or no, just doing two. Did I? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't count that. So it'd be seven. <laughs> it'd be seven directors there. One has to be directing either two episodes, or we haven't got the final director. Right. Yet. I'd imagine like so Favreau is probably doing two. So, yeah, very well could be that. So <laughs> anyway, that's a pretty good lineup though. There's quite a few. Uh, they did. You know, the ones that were returning did a great <clears throat> yeah. job in Mandalorian season. Sorry one. for my math confusion there. <laughs> <laughs> he was homeschooled, guys. It's I okay. was homeschooled. <laughs> <you know. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's Mav. <laughs> Mav. We don't use that in everyday life. We read Little House on the Prairie every day. That was her homework. Oh, <laughs> uh, we had <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, I wasn't saying. I don't know. Oh, but anyway, they did a great job for those who, who are returning and made only season one. Um, and those who are, are not, uh, have not directed season one, we know the ones that have not are great great directors mm-hmm. um and and carl weathers you know um he's been in a lot of stuff he's been more of an actor than a director but you know what he's been in the movie biz for a long time and i'm pretty comfortable with what he would do now in terms of star wars direction i think we can probably be safe in saying that like you know floney's going to be there favreau's going to be there the star wars direction you know it's going to be you know on their shoulders to kind of yeah and and that. as we've seen already in in the first two episodes of of um disney gallery the mandalorian right. which is the behind the scenes show we've already seen where like even though um filoni and favreau uh are have their like certain episodes and blah 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 you can mm-hmm. tell that they're they're very heavily involved in oh yeah everything 100 yeah. percent, and not just their episodes or whatever but they're heavily involved in all of it yeah so anyway, so we know that we're in good hands. We're in good yeah, hands. Yeah. So moving on to yeah. the what we have next here, uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker oh, Saga yeah. release date announced. Woo-hoo! Reading this from IGN by Adam Bankhurst, and he's uh, says here that Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga will be released on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC on October twentieth, twenty twenty. Hey, yeah. I love I love me some Lego. We Star are big Wars. Lego yeah. uh, Star Wars fans. We've been playing them since oh, we yeah. were very young. Been playing them together, oh, and yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll play some of this one together too. Actually, sure. we should go ahead and and plan Ooh, to play that one stream. together, live yes. stream it when that does eventually come Good out. Good idea. I think that would be great. Um, that yes. might be maybe that'll be our our first go at. Um, yeah, I don't know. We might we might try it before that on something else. Yeah, just we'll to see. get ready. That's, that's a little while from now. We still you know have some time to think so. about it. But anyways, this is very exciting. What we um, that's the day after my birthday. I'll be good, nice birthday present. So. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I'm going to mention this. They've added they, since um, since I got this, they've updated the article, mm-hmm. and they're saying now that the video has been re-uploaded. And removed the mention of the release date. Ooh, really? Saying only saying coming soon now instead. Really? So that's interesting. That is interesting. I don't know what that means, but I just want to make that clear now. Yeah. So, um, so things may have just changed. Like literally just right now. Uh, so so yeah. we will have to see what happens with that because yeah, I mean literally this it changed less than a half an hour ago. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll have more clarification. We'll have that more next clarification week. as we know what's going on, <laughs> but I I hope that that means maybe it's coming even sooner. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would. But be nice. it may it may mean that they're not for sure it's going to be able to be released on that day. Which why that it date. wouldn't? I don't. Well, understand. maybe just because of uh, well shutdowns and stuff. And stuff yeah, yeah, I understand but, that, but I um, don't know. we'll it's have weird. to we'll have to see. But anyways, no matter what is going on there, if for those of you that don't know what Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is doing. It, as you can tell, it's called the Skywalker Saga, which means we're getting episodes one through nine <laughs> all in this game. And no, that does not mean it's um, it is a uh, remake of the the original 
Lego Star mm -hmm. Wars games we have. These are going to be completely new. Yeah. Yes, it's still doing those events, it's but they're crazy. doing it differently. And so it's not like a, a graphical enhancement of those old games. And that's something I was kind of worried about. Right, like, right. First. That's what I thought at first. I still would have been sure. excited for it. Sure. But, it but, wouldn't have been as exciting. Yeah, exactly. But this is a completely, entirely brand new way or new version of all of those movies. And they're even allowing you to choose which one... You, you want to do you do not have yeah, to start can, at one yeah. you can start at seven if you wanted you could yeah. start at you know four whatever you want to do i'm personally going to start from the beginning and go through because that's just what i like to do but um oh yeah same but i'm super excited for it i think it's gonna be great this is the main telltale team working on this and as you can see if you are a fan of lego video games they hit them out of the park a lot they've been making them bigger sure. and better every time yeah and i think that this is going to be they're going to be taking this game to the next step so yeah for sure super excited about that whenever it does come um like i said we'll clear up any confusion uh, by next week for sure but look for october 20th um but we'll let you know for yeah. sure next week if that's not the case yeah. So, our last piece of news for the day is actually some pretty interesting stuff, uh, but just the other, just a few days ago, uh, uh, the uh, EA CEO, uh, Andrew Wilson, announced that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is, quote, the first title in an entirely new franchise. So, that's pretty interesting. Um, obviously, we can tell that with Battlefront 2 having its final update, we can tell that EA is really trying to kind of move away uh, from Battlefront and try to, you know, since especially since Fallen Order was such a big hit, I can tell that they're probably yeah. wanting to move that direction. So, but what, Andrew, what do you think necessarily it means by a whole new franchise? So, I think, I think that's an interesting way to put it because I think what that means is that we may not be even necessarily getting we may not just be getting the continuation of the story right. of Jedi Fallen Order but i think the fact that they call it a franchise means that the jedi part of it is very important where yeah, it says so jedi, jedi and, and then it yeah, has a title yeah, yeah, yeah. i think because we're going to get other games that are jedi and then put title here but set in like a whole different era sure. and, and different things i think that's what they're really trying to to, to say sense. here yeah makes sense. now don't get me wrong i do think we'll end up getting a continuation of the story of jedi fallen order right. but i think what they're Cal what Pestis they're stuff, what yeah. they're saying is like hey this is going to be even bigger than that you're going to see uh, a long line of games coming out of this jedi series and i I'm, i'd be excited for that for sure. sure i love that style of game yeah, and we knew we knew there was going to be a continuation of this i mean this isn't this does not come out as a surprise whatsoever this is just the first official uh, confirmation we've gotten from this they right. they um they said that the game has already far past their expectations as far as selling goes i think they've are they're expecting to or already have sold like 10 million units right so this game has done incredibly well so they would be crazy to not want to continue sure exactly and so well, especially with all of the the kind of the hate that ea has gotten in recent years not yeah. even with just star wars but with a lot of their games with right. battlefield battlefront um, and I can't remember all the other ones off the top of my head, but they've gotten a lot of kind of hate on some of their games and the decisions that they made. Um, and they brought Battlefront 2 back to some extent. Um, but I will, I will definitely say that um, that they're going to want to try to hang on to the successes that they have. With yeah, absolutely. Order, you know. And um, I I guess the big question now, and we'll just have to wait and see, is is will this be the next game will be a sequel, or will it will they go ahead and, and jump into something entirely new? 
And that would be the, and and we talked before about if they do a continuation of the story of, of Jedi Fallen Order, it would be kind of weird because one of the cool things about the original game is how it built up your, your character and, and and you saw that character grow in force powers and and things. And if you were to create a sequel to that, I don't know that it would have that same, uh, same effect because Cal is already Mm -hmm. at a certain um, level uh, sure. So, so where does it go from there, kind of thing, right? Right. Exactly. Because you can't get too powerful due to the circumstances, you know. Well, yeah, and also in. like, you know, I mean, I guess they could be like, oh, he hit his head and forgot how to use force push or something. <laughs> I would but, not be happy know, about that. So, I, I wouldn't want um, that. so there would be. There's definitely some some tricks there they'd have to work out, and so that's why it may make sense to go ahead and jump to a whole different sure. different character, different era. You know, I we talked to how it'd be cool to do the High Republic. Go ahead and make yeah. one in the High Republic era now yeah. that they're going to be doing that. But we'll just have well, to see what happens. It could be like almost like a, a Star Wars Jedi Origins or something like that. You know, like right, the Star Wars right. Jedi and then whatever, but like Origins would be kind of neat. So right, yeah. So that's pretty much it for this week in terms of news. Like, so we're going to update a few of these things next week. But uh, Drew, if you want to go ahead and lead us off on our rumors this week, yeah. So we have. Um, a rumor here. Now, we've talked about some of this before, but there's a couple interesting things to talk about here. It says, Hayden Christensen rumored to return as Anakin Skywalker yep. in Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So we've talked about this yeah, we have. <laughs> a couple different times. Yeah. There have been different rumors. Um, of course, we've also mentioned how we do want this to happen. Uh, in some sense, we'd like to see Hayden Christensen return. You know, a lot of rumors talk about it being like a maybe a flashback or something. Right. I, I, I personally hope that we get him in like he plays the Darth Vader role. Right. He's in the yeah. suit. Uh, so we kind of get Darth Vader, but it would be cool to get a flashback where we see Hayden Christensen at some point right. as well. Yeah. I would, I would like it anyway, whatever iteration they bring it in, especially if it, they're bringing Hayden Christensen back. Right. In, would be really cool, but I would right. like to see him in the show too. Now, but what's interesting about this report and it's from LRM online is that this, I had not heard before that the plan is to announce this, Alongside Rosario Dawson casting as Ahsoka Tano at the at Solo, at Star Wars Celebration yeah. in late August. Yeah, I actually heard that. Uh, so that's the interesting little tidbit there that I had I had not heard before about right. this rumor. Right. And so, of course, you could say, well, yeah, of course, that's when people would think, you know, yeah, that's kind of when you expect it. That's but... kind of when you expect it. Um, actually, I don't know that I would have expected Hayden Christensen to be announced at this celebration because yeah. we're still, we're looking at going to be two years away. Right. We're still looking at a long so, time, yeah. a long time before we get the Kenobi series. I think Ahsoka was it. I mean, of course we still don't have a confirmation about Ahsoka. Right. But I mean, it's seeming really, really, I mean, Pretty, think about all the rumors yeah. we've discussed these past, let's say two months about the Mandalorian. Right. They've like all came true. Pretty much. You yeah. know what I mean, like yeah. everything that we've, we have said was a rumor. Um, has ended up becoming official news. Right. A lot of it that we've talked about. So I wouldn't be surprised if this will not end up being real as well with Ahsoka. But I, so I, I think the announcement of that celebration is very likely. The right. Hayden Christensen part would be very surprising. It to would me. be what about yeah, you? Big surprise to me for sure, because um, it is so soon, and this rumor has kind of spawned so recently, um, with only two and a half months basically away from the supposed date of celebrations, it is kind of surprising to hear about that and that that's rumored to be released there. Um, now, I mean, again, of all the mediums that it would appear, it would be celebrations with something that big, sure, right? Sure, sure. And yeah. I think that might be why they're pushing it because they'd have to wait an entire whole nother year to re- to, to answer that question or to, to tease that. 
And I don't know if they want to wait that long because otherwise they'd have to utilize some other smaller event. Like D23 is a big deal, but celebrations are celebrations, right? So I think they understand the time crunch that they're on. So if they are going to release it, it would it would make sense that they're going to release it now. So, so sure. One question for you. If celebration doesn't happen, do you think we see these announcements in some other form? Or do you think they hold off and wait for as long as they can? Well, well they wouldn't be able to wait for Ahsoka, I mean, until next sure. celebration because it would be already be done, the show. And I think I think if they didn't drop the bomb with all of these, let me, let me phrase that. If they didn't drop all of these at once, it wouldn't be the bomb that they want it to be, right? Um, dropping, boom, Ahsoka is coming. Boom, it's a Rosario Dawson. Boom, uh, we're getting Obi-Wan uh, series in 2021, or 2022, excuse me. And boom, Vader's going to be in it, and boom, hitting, you know what I'm saying? It would be this huge, <laughs> massive bomb on yeah, us. Right, right. And, and if, they, if they didn't drop all these at once, it wouldn't be as nearly as effective. Now, to answer your question, I think it would definitely depend on the state of the world at that point. If they are canceling celebrations at that point, then there's still a hold on everything. I don't necessarily think that that's going to happen. I don't, I don't know, right? Like, I, I can't say that for sure. Um, but I, what I will say is that if, if that does happen, it's very likely that they'd have to wait a whole nother year for this to, to occur. So I think that they would have probably some huge digital online streaming event that would be dropped there. And almost like there's certain number of participants that could be inside that live stream. And they almost do like probably like a lottery for that too and everything. Yeah. Um, I could see that happening. Um, like a certain like private, like not chat room, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely think that that we, you know, if they do cancel celebrations, we're probably going to see it on an online medium, probably. Sure. So, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, until then, we're going to go ahead and move on to our second rumor for the week, and that is Dave Filoni reveals potential future for Rebels characters. And in that, uh, there's, you know, potential. He says that basically there's potential for further stories uh, and that they have essentially have been thinking about it. They've been thinking about, you know, what they're going to do with these characters. So, Drew, um, I know that you had a little more information on that. So. Yeah, I have a couple quotes here from Dave Filoni. Um, he's being interviewed by Deadline. And they were talking about Clone Wars and uh, about the future of Star Wars and things. But they mentioned um, whether there could be another series of Star Wars Rebels. And he says, I think that there's always potential for stories that involve the characters from Rebels, which is maybe a better way to put it. They've all earned their place in the galaxy, so to speak. So I'm sure there's some more of them more. So there's some more for them to do. And then they went on. He went on and said it's um, they asked about Sabine Wren and the Darksaber. And he said, I mean, it's definitely something that I left hanging at the end. And part of that reason is just it's always nice in my mind when there's another story. And I think there's always potential for further stories. Certainly, I will say it's something I've given a decent amount of thought to. So you never know when or if it will actually ever take shape. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. And I I think with Filoni saying that and Filoni being that forward with his wording... Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think we talked about this earlier, but like, I I would not be surprised in any stretch of the imagination if there's something already happening, right? Already being worked on. There's there's something being worked yeah. on as far as furthering the some of the characters of Rebels. I don't know exactly which characters. I don't know right. um, if it's live action or animated. Right. But I think that there are things in the works. Now, there is a second piece um, sort of to the puzzle here, right. and uh, is it, that essentially is there is rumors that a live-action Rebels spinoff 
uh, is possibly in the works. And uh, it is theorized that this live-action Rebels spinoff is prior to Rebels, um, and it is about Kanan. So that's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, so this is coming from Mikey Sutton Mikey. at Geekosity. Um, and he is saying his sources have told him that the new TV show would depict Kanan's early years as Caleb Doom before the rise of the Galactic Empire. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So. So was that, I mean, like, what, post, post-Order 66 or pre-Order 66? I think pre-Order 66 is where it would start. Hmm. But I'm sure probably evolve, evolve that until yeah. past that. But interesting. So why don't you think that this is going to happen? Um, because I just don't know why they would want to to go back to Clone Wars right now. Honestly, right. I think that, that, that. Well, after you said what you said, I was thinking in my mind immediately, like, wow. So they're going to try to go through Order sixty six a third time. You know, so that that's one something that kind of throws me off uh, and makes me think that's not real. Um, I mean, I, I I could since Order sixty six is such a big deal right now, I could kind of see them riding that train and then be like, okay, it's it's like right then too. You know, as Clone Wars builds up to Order sixty, I I cannot speak Order sixty six. Um, you know, it built up to that point. I can imagine if, if it was real that this story leads off at that point and then goes on from there because there is an interesting story through the Kanan comics about him like kind of being like a smuggler, like kind of a low life type guy before he tries to come back to his Jedi sensibilities and whatnot. Um, but so that could be interesting. I don't know personally if that like I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but like that's not my first choice of like, you know, what I'm saying yeah. I'd rather see I would rather see honestly a post order 66 animated show with the clone wars animation of watching ahsoka doing stuff and seeing different pieces like vader becoming who he is and i would yeah. love to see that more than like a canaan live action but right. anyway so yeah yeah so let's move on to uh our third and final third news and final. rumors sorry rumors and and this is um this is we just threw this in here because it's interesting. It's right. not, I don't know if we really even call it a rumor it's necessarily, really a rumor, but we just but... we're just talking about it in this <laughs> in this section. Because why not? Um, this is just an interesting little uh, analysis that was done by mm-hmm. SEM Rush, and they kind of did a uh, analysis on who the most popular Star Wars character is. I think they do it like yearly. Yeah. And um, Darth Vader, I guess, has been kind of number one for a while. Right. I'm not surprised about that. Well, this past year, um, there was a disturbance in the Force. <laughs> according to new data, Darth Vader is no longer the most popular character in the wow, Star Wars universe. really? That's nuts. So, I'm going to give everyone a minute to, de- to decide dun, on who dun, they think dun, dun, the new number dun, one dun, is. I'll give you dun, five dun, seconds. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. Think about all the memes the, you've seen this last yeah. year. That's all I'm going to say. The number one new character is Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Not a big surprise, right? Baby Yoda. Yeah. Mm. So uh, the data is based on searches um, from the past year and shows that Baby Yoda saw 4.7 million average monthly searches. Um, wow. Second place is still not Darth Vader. What? Darth Vader's been pushed down to third. The second is the Mandalorian. Well, you guessed it. It's Mandalorian. <laughs> so, yep. Baby Yoda, the Mandalorian, then Darth Vader in third place. <sighs> so crazy. Um, 
Do you want to guess who is in fourth? Ooh, let's think here. So we got Mandalorian, excuse me, Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, Darth Vader. I'm going to say Yoda. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. Yoda's next. I just think because Yoda's also a big character originally also it's kind of a correlation to both. We got Baby Yoda. Who's, yeah. who's Darth who's Vader? Yoda? Darth Vader <laughs> takes third with eight hundred ninety-three thousand two hundred fifty monthly searches. Yoda was at eight hundred eighty-two thousand five hundred. Mm. So really not that um, yeah. far behind. That's crazy to see that change. Like Fifth, that. Kylo Ren. Yep, that don't surprise me. Sixth, right. Chewbacca. Oh really? So Chewbacca's over Ray. Seventh, Anakin Skywalker. Really? Wow, this is eighth, Boba Fett. <laughs> Luke Skywalker ninth, and Jabba the Hutt tenth. Where's Rey at in this? That's why no Rey or Obi Wan really? Kenobi. Well, that, well, Obi Wan. Although it disturbs me, I can understand. Obi Wan is like it's not a shut your mouth. Well, I'm saying like he's not been. <laughs> shut in the your, get out of my front. house. <laughs> hey, get out of here. Saying people get don't out. like no, him as much as us. Secondarily, I no, he's I not, don't understand. He's but. not been on the forefront. This is what you can understand. He's not been on the forefront as these other characters have. You're right. right. Which Ob- is a tragedy. Obi-Wan was not in none of the sequels uh, other than like an excerpt of his voice. So depressing. That, which is horrible. Making yeah, no Ray, no Leia. Yeah, that Leia surprises um, me too. Yeah. So uh, anyways. Anyway, so that's a fun little Just a, yeah, interesting uh, demographic little thing, little there, thing to, there to look yeah. at. Um, yeah. But so, let's go, let's move on to our releases. For sure. Yep. And our releases for uh, this coming week is the Disney Gallery um, episode three will be coming out on Friday, mm-hmm. and that is it. <laughs> still not a whole lot. Still not a whole lot. It's of not until the end right of the now. month that our um, comic stuff's going to be coming. Kind of well, so we end, have. So. I was going to mention we have one comic that they did release for Star Wars Day. We didn't get to talk about it on Monday. Oh yeah. But they yeah, released Doctor Afra issue one the new issue one so this is like the the they've restarted the numbers because now we're after empire strikes back right and so issue one is now available digitally hmm. and so you can uh get that on comiXology or marvel app you can get it from either of those places and um that i've not read that issue yet but i plan to maybe even today if i'm lucky and um and then at the end of the month we talked about that uh, date. I don't remember what date it was. I think it was the 20th or 24th. Something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, is when I think comics are going to start to kind of get back to normal. And so hopefully we'll be seeing some some yeah. new Star Wars comics soon. Cool. So without any further ado, um, we're going to go ahead and move on to our Q&A forum for the week. And uh, we have a couple questions here, but uh, our Q&A segment here is where we go facebook every week asking you all uh questions you know or to, to ask us questions bring up topics and more um as many of you may already know we typically try to do three questions and topics and suggestions a week um and if there's ever any more and we're going to put that into a queue that's going to be uh directly tapped into next week so all, in fact all the questions that we have this week are from last week and all the questions that we're gonna have next week are from this week so just know that your questions will be answered so we have three of them um we're actually we have a lot to talk about in our Q&A and especially in our main topic. So we're going to kind of, I'm going to try to run through these maybe a little quick. So forgive us. Um, we're going to answer them to the best of our abilities, but we're not going to be super in-depth just to save on time here. Um, but first, we, this week's first question comes from Kristen Perry. And she says, as of right now, we know that lightsaber collars don't mean anything about the holder. 
Um, and what she's referring to is that in previous canon, um, lightsaber callers, uh, they essentially uh, were able to identify the holder as like Green was a Jedi Consular. And they particularly like to use the Force more than lightsabers. And for instance, uh, you know, Blue is like Jedi Defender and, and, and Yellow is Jedi Sentinel and so on and so forth, right? But as of a new canon, as Kristen states, they don't mean anything anymore. Do you think they will bring back the meaning of the lightsaber callers? So, short answer is no, right? Um, love them or hate them, Disney, you know, they do not want to utilize or reuse things that were not created by them, right? If they can help it. They, they love having their own stories, their own creations. And as long as it doesn't hurt the main story, if it wasn't created by them, they're just going to ixnay it, right? Um, and although the Saber Caller stuff really does not interfere with their stories at all, again, it was, it's just it wasn't created by them. And it was kind of just a small, random, overlooked fact in the, in the Star Wars uh, canon that just got swept under the rug. So with that being said, I, I highly doubt that they're going to bring it back just because it's kind of insignificant to their own story. Um, and you know, I, I, I just don't think Disney's going to look at that and say, Oh, this is going to benefit in some way by bringing this back. So they probably won't. Drew, do you have any words on that? No, they're not bringing it back. Yeah. Um, so I, I've always thought it was kind of silly. I uh, we were we we started to talk about this a little bit, and Braxton, I know that you actually are a fan of it. I am. Yeah. Uh, You you like the idea of them having um, meaning behind their the colors of their lightsabers, right? Um, I like to think the force does guide them to a color. The force does uh, it does have some kind of work there, but I don't like thinking that it kind of the color is is constrained to a certain. pattern of person or like a personality i don't i don't necessarily like that i like to think that um the color can because i feel like it kind of um you like let's say your character well this 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 person is is the ideal um guardian type character so we have to give him a blue lightsaber i don't Mm -hmm. like that i like i like to think that he can have whatever color they want him to have, you know? Yeah. For me, I, I guess I'm just the opposite. I, yeah. I honestly really like that. I like the idea. So this is pretty interesting. This is one yeah, of the few the, times, the few times that, that we actually disagree that on we things. We disagree. Yeah. Um, and that's all, it's all kosher. But you know, for me, I'm on the, I'm on the other side of that thinking like, you know, why is there, you know, uh, let me, how to say this? Um, look at a rose, right? Like a, like a flower, you know, there's still a rose, but there's different variations of that rose and one's yellow, one's red, one's white, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still roses, but yet they are different types of roses. And for me, that's kind of the way I felt with kyber crystals, right? They're all kyber crystals, but there's different types of kyber crystals and the force has inhabited these. Um, and, and that's, and that's kind of why I liked it because the force inhabits the kyber crystals. And the force inhabits the Jedi. And therefore, the specific type of kyber crystal is connected to that Jedi um, via the force. So yeah. that's kind of why well, I like it. I, and I, I think that that's still kind of the case. I think it's, and I think that maybe even the color does have meaning um, in particular to that person. But I don't like the idea of like, okay, blue has to be a guardian. 
Yeah. You know, I don't know. And, For me, it's kind of like a distinction, like an insignia, almost like a rank yeah. or not rank, but like your higher. Well, low, and I'm and I'm pretty know. certain that those those names and and titles came because of video games. I think video I games think so, had yeah. a very large role in the reason why uh, those colors all of a sudden had meanings and titles. Because <laughs> like they're like, oh, you're going to be a play as a Jedi guardian, then you have then you're going to have a blue lightsaber. You know, yeah. And like that was yeah. kind of started to to be become a thing yeah uh because i don't believe like at the beginning when well clearly in in canon that's that's not the deal because uh, george lucas george lucas never i don't think he he put thought into that as far Blue, as like green the colors and, and red stuff. that was clearly you know, he just liked those colors I well think, you know <laughs> and, and, and and here's the thing a red is traditionally you know evil or mm-hmm. whatever right but but further than that the blue and red really i don't know but what's interesting episode uh two or I'm sorry, I can't remember one or two. When's the first? I'm time not we... sure yet until we know what you're talking about. Well, I'm about. saying like, when's the first time that we see Mace Windu? Was it episode one or two? One. Okay. So anyway, the filming of the very first one. So Phantom Menace. Um, basically, Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber. Actually, though, do we see him ignite his lightsaber in one? That I guess that yeah, that's the quite better question. I don't know. He might be in the first one, but when did we actually see him ignite? Because I, I know for a fact we see him in Attack of the Clones when he's fighting in the arena. He's definitely um, in one, but I don't know that we see him fight well, or anything, so we wouldn't have seen his lightsaber yeah. ignited. Whenever, whenever we actually see him first ignited in that movie, in the behind the scenes, you can see an interview between him, or it's just like a little like excerpt of him talking to George Lucas, yeah. and they were just laughing and joking around. He's like, "What does a man got to do to get a purple lightsaber around here?" And he's like, <laughs> "Well, traditionally, um, you know how like George Lucas talks like, well, traditionally, uh, you know, it's the blue and the green are the good guys and the red the bad guys." He's like, "But." I can see what I can do about getting you a purple lightsaber. And then like from there though, that started the variations, especially when you get into like comics and books and things of that nature. Uh, And so anyway, so long long story for a short question, but basically no, they're not going to bring him back for various reasons. I'd be very surprised. I would be surprised. Yeah. I, you know, again, although Andrew doesn't like it, I I would like (laughs) to see it come back, but even though I don't think it will. So, our second question comes from David Gill, and he says, It may be interesting to talk about the different fighting techniques used by the Jedi in the Sith. I know Mace Windu has a very interesting fighting style, and that is why he was one of the only Jedi to defeat Sidious in oh, battle. My baby boy, David Gill. Baby, baby boy, David Gill. Um, so, in the old canon, there were seven styles practiced by Jedi and Sith. Any any lightsaber wielder had seven styles kind of at their at their... Uh, tool belt, so to speak, that they could practice. Um, now they could intermingle all of those styles to create their own and whatnot. But I'm just gonna quickly run through them and talk about them for just a quick second because we don't take too much time on this. Because technically, we don't really have a solid answer as to what you know if they're canon or not canon anymore. Well, I believe the the seven forms are canon. Yeah. Now, but there there was a lot of other things in Legends, a lot mm-hmm. of other techniques, forms, and yeah. things. But the seven forms, I believe, are are canon. Well, because because here's the thing, I know for a fact that it is listed inside of the Way of the Jedi or the uh, Jedi Handbook or whatever. So if that is still canon then it is. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, first style is Shicho. And this was kind of the basic style everybody learned. Like when you became a Padawan, you learned Shicho. Right. Form one is, I believe, the most most ancient of yeah. techniques. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I want to try to maybe list like a famous user, um, but everybody uses to some extent Shicho. Everyone uses form one, yeah. Uh, second one is uh, Makashi or Makashi. 
um, which specialized in dueling or saber to saber combat. One of the most popular people who used that was Count Dooku, uh, which yeah. we see a lot in. Obviously, you'll, in the you'll find a lot of uh, of Sith utilized that form i'm not exactly sure why but like asajj well, Ventress, i know also used it as well here, the, the reason uh, this is is like i said i don't know if this is completely canon right now but in the old canon at least shicho was originally created then when they started becoming factions of saber wielders that would go against each other she or makashi was created to again saber to saber combat it was no longer just about using it for defense it was now to fight specifically against other sabers so that it would make sense that sith would use use it because they're always going to be fighting Jedi. Um, and the reason that they would moved on to a different styles, like number three, um, is because the Jedi thought the Sith were dead, so they no longer felt like they needed to fight saber to saber. So number three is Suresu, uh, which is more uh, defense, uh, blocking blaster bolts and getting them out of the way. This was the ultimate defense form, and the master of this was Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi had mastered form three, which... Yeah. I love. So, you know, yeah. Form 3 is my favorite automatically. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Or Way of the Minoc, as they sometimes called it. Yep, that's true. That is true. Um, so, and then uh, Form 4 was Ataru. Uh, it blended essentially f- uh, saber and force uh, power, and uh, it was very acrobatic. Some of the more popular ones that used that was Qui-Gon, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, and also Yoda. Um, you know, you can see that in their fighting styles pretty simply. Uh, number 5 was Shien or Jin So. Uh, and it was more power focused, and Anakin was popularly uh, using that. It was more power, more powerful attacks. You know, uh, leaving yourself open on the sides, typically, and just being like, bam. Yeah, man, and Vader know. also utilized it definitely. as well as he when he, once he turned, he still yeah. used it. <clears throat> um, and it definitely fitted Vader's, you know, more than anything, because um, because yeah, which, used- which also Ahsoka used it as well. Which, yeah. I mean, isn't too big of a surprise. Nisoka was kind of like a mixture between uh, 5 and 4, Jinso yeah. and Ataru, because it's acrobatic plus the the, the, the power style. Right. Anyway. And like I said, you can, in the, in some some saber wielders mixed and matched to kind of create... Sure, right. A lot of times so. they did, they, um, a lot of them used many of these forms, right. you know. Uh, yeah, to some extent, they pretty much used a lot, almost all of them. So, uh, number 5, we did that one. So, number 6 is Niman. Which was the uh, kind of the it was kind of the standard, right? Everybody, to some exp- uh, extent, after they learned style uh, form one, uh, Shicho, they started learning uh, style six, and this is kind of the combination of all of them. So technically, everybody really used it. Now, like people like Dooku or Yoda or Qui Gon or Obi Wan, they kind of like kind of found their own little niche and they stuck with it. Uh, but one popular one that stuck with Niman, um, which is the combination of all of them, uh, was General Grievous. And then last but not least, uh, Style 7 is Juyo. Um, and this is kind of... Uh, Which, one other thing I would like to mention about that, about Naman, is it's also kind of where um, double-bladed lightsaber combat was yeah. kind of incorporated yeah. into that. And that's kind of... So Maul, of course, used it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, it's a Juyo is Style 7. And this is a very... Uh, it's, it's much like... Nim- uh, I'm sorry, uh, Style 5 Jinso, which is very power-focused. Um, but yeah, it, sometimes called the ferocity form. Yeah. Ferocity or fury. Um, and it's very explosive. It's based upon emotion. Typically uh, the inner turmoil within the person mm-hmm. is fuels the power behind Juyo. Now, one of the most popular people who used Juyo was Mace Windu, but he created his own variation called Vapad. Now Vapad was actually a creature 
um, that he, he he watched essentially, and uh, and he he learned from this Vapad creature to create his own fighting style through Juyo. And essentially, which is very actually very interesting, is that Mace Windu uh, through Vapad and Juyo he balanced actually the light side and the dark side. He tapped into the dark side to create this inner emotional turmoil within himself to get this explosive power in fighting style. Yeah, what's interesting about that form is um, Mace Windu is the only one we know of that utilized that form and did not fall to the dark yep. side. Very good point. And so yeah. most that did use that form eventually fell to the dark side. So it's definitely one of those that was like, you right there on the it, edge. You know, Probably should just yeah, not use it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Mace Windu, who you know has his moments where you're like, hmm, <laughs> you is know, he actually, is uh, you know, he yeah. he clearly um, was on the edge sometimes, but utilized it well, and of course created his own variation of it, which is interesting. Yeah. So one um, of the most intriguing ones, in my opinion. Oh when, yeah. When you very, get into the history of it, it very good. It'd be it, it's one worth researching if you're interested. Um, and within that, so to answer your last part of your question, you said. Uh, I know Mace Windu was very interesting. Fight, fight, so he used Vapad. Um, why, that is why he was one of the only Jedi to defeat Sidious in battle. So now let's kind of tackle this. I just I just read that and I really wanted to make a point on that because I don't know 100% if this is canonical or not, but I know in some of the older books and comics and stuff, Sidious was, or Palpatine was quoted of saying... He did not like using sabers. He did not like using, um, you know, fighting with sabers, and he wasn't the best at it. Um, now, don't get me wrong. He was the Dark Lord. He was the the head Sith, so he had to be good to some extent. But he said he uh, really liked utilizing more of the Force. Um, he really liked using the Force more than saber combat. Um, and this is made evident in Episode Three, um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, whenever Yoda comes into his his senator, well, his uh, uh, chancellor um, chambers or whatever, he starts to fight him, and uh, he's you know he's holding his own very well. Yoda is, and he even starts to overwhelm him a little bit. So what does Palpatine do? He retreats into the senatorial chambers with all the 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 platforms, and so, so immediately he he positions himself to where he doesn't have to fight with a saber anymore. He jumps up and gets the high ground, and then starts using the Force to overwhelm Yoda by throwing these platforms at him. Um, so, I don't necessarily know that that Mace Windu was just, like, the best, and that that's why he was able to be, defeat Sidious. I will just say this, that while Mace Windu was credited being one of the greater saber fighters, I think it was just that Sidious uh, was better than the ones that he defeated, and uh, I think also writing has it to where they just needed to get Mace Windu and Chan the Chancellor alone, right, at that point. So Anakin would come in, and it seemed like he was being overpowered. It wasn't no voice of reason. No one could fight back to Anakin because it was just Mace Windu. So anyway, that's something to think, chew on, think about. But uh, So anyway, those are all the styles. Um, Mace Windu definitely experimented with one of the more interesting ones. But uh, anyway, Andrew, Andrew, do you have any other thoughts before we move on to the third one? Um, I, I think that clearly he, he struggled against Yoda and Mace Windu, but I do want to, I do want to make sure, like, I, uh, he obviously preferred using the force, but it's, I'm under the impression he was still very mad. He had mastered most forms of lightsaber right. combat. He was still very, very skilled. Well, that's what he I was just trying to, to Right. Yeah. He just may not have been 
clearly he he struggled maybe a little against Mace Windu. Some people think that was all fake. I don't really who know knows what, yeah, what exactly how the, but um, I do think against most Jedi he would have probably easily taken them on, but. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he, I mean, clearly he, he liked using his force lightning more so than anything and yeah. it normally, uh, gets yeah. him killed. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> good, good point. Very good point. Or he, hurt. And he really some should, uh, he should learn from that, but now it's too late, right? Uh, maybe. He never, Who knows? He never does learn as you'll watch in all three, um, all, sinker trilogies, all three so. trilogies. Yeah. So anyway, so let's move on to our final one for this Spoil- week. Spoilers for return of the Jedi. Um, <laughs> Uh, Revenge of the Sith uh, spoilers <laughs> from 2006. <laughs> so anyway, last question, um, and that is uh, coming from Noah Aguilar, and he says, "Would you favor, or uh, let's see, would you favor for a young Solo having a series on Disney Plus or a Solo spinoff series with Kira and Maul?" So uh, I kind of said this before um, on the on the show. But I would definitely, definitely love to see more of Solo. Um, I really enjoyed the movie, and honestly, I do think that it would be very, like, the, just the 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 style and the story. I think is very fitting for a Disney Plus series rather than a movie. Um, and the reason they made the movie is because they didn't have Disney Plus at that point. Otherwise, I think it would have been a series. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I definitely, I would not mind to see that. I definitely wouldn't mind seeing Kira and Maul more. Um. But, yeah. but. I wouldn't mind either either iteration. I would definitely like to see a sure. uh, show. I, I wouldn't mind a solo show, but honestly, I don't need it either. I don't really care to have it, but I do want Kira and Maul. I want to see the continuation of that. Yeah, now, that, that includes cool. solo, cool, but I think don't try to shoehorn them in. To, I, like, well, and that's the thing. That, I kind of feel like it would have to shoehorn them in. Yeah, to some and 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 like. What does that end up being like? What the solo like fight mall? That just gets weird at that You're point like, eh, because really? because you have to remember yeah. for a long time Han Solo didn't even really like believe in the Force and stuff. And if right. he had been around Darth Maul, he would he's probably going to be like you know, you know whoa okay this stuff is real. So for the hokey religions, yeah. You know, so blah, blah, I think blah, um, yeah. I I think that we definitely need the story of Kira and Maul, and I think we'll get that eventually in some way. Right. I don't know if it'll be in a movie or a show, but I do hope we get that continuation, but I don't, I don't think we necessarily need any more young solo. Right. I really don't. Um, if we get it cool. I mean, like I said before, and I'll say a billion more times, I'll take any Disney plus star Wars series. They want to throw at me. I'll watch it all. It's just like, <laughs> right. I don't think we need Cassian Andor either, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, anything you know. to star Wars, I'm going to ingest, but yeah, I'm on the same page with you. Frankly, though, I would definitely be up for Akira and, and Maul show. That's definitely sure. what I would find more interesting right now. Yeah. So. So. All right. So that will conclude our Q&A segment for the week. And uh, we thank everybody for asking questions. Continually ask them no matter what you, you know, if you think, yes. oh, it's too easy or oh, it's too complex. You know, it might be too complex for us, but, you know, <laughs> we'll do the research to find out. <laughs> that, that um, I, I absolutely love all the questions. Please just keep asking yeah, them. So we, fun, love it, man. Uh, we love having having that. It's one of my favorite times of the show is when is just to see what questions you guys ask and then and and you know and answer them. And I love when we get a really a really deep one oh, that we have yeah. to really think about. Really think about. Stuff. Yeah, it's, I, I enjoy do those, some research so. on it for sure. So continue asking, continue uh, yeah. participating. We love to hear from you guys. But we have a really fun yes uh, really thing fun we're going to do today. Main topic today. Uh, we've been talking about video games 
a lot um, this past uh, this this um, podcast episode today with some of the news that came out and right. Josh and Birkenshaw had um, Josh suggested had suggested this. Yeah. this and so we decided to run with it. So you want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So uh, when we had our our live stream, I, I kind of made a post before that saying, "Hey, do you guys have anything that you want us to talk about on the the podcast?" Or I'm sorry, on the uh, live stream. And uh, and a couple people commented, but later on, like a, like a day or close to or something, sometime after I had I just basically hadn't seen it yet. Josh had commented, you know, talk about your top ten uh, Star Wars video games. Or your, I don't think he said top ten, but basically, what's your favorite ones? But we kind of made it into a top ten. Um, but yeah, and we're like, man, you know what? Um, we have a lot of news. We have a lot of stuff going on about uh, video games this time. So we're going to go ahead, and me, Andrew and I, we haven't even talked about this yet. We're we're going apples to apples here with our right. stuff. Um, so we're going to start at number 10, and we're going to go up to number 1. Now, I want to preface this for both of us. Um, we... We kind of we didn't sit down and look at like okay this is my absolute number one this right, is my absolute right. number six you know right. basically we thought what are the top you know what are ten ones in, in, uh, that we really enjoyed playing and we kind of put a rough structure on yeah them. and this again uh, something else to remember here is this is not necessarily what we think are the best as far as like this game is is a ten this game yeah, is a right we are we are talking about our memories of them. How much fun we had with them, the time we spent with them, yep. all of that was accounted for when we did this. So it's not yeah. necessarily like, like this, oh, this game is technically better than the other. Right, one. right, right. It's just and, and a lot of these on my list I haven't played in so right. long. Right, exactly. And so like exactly. it's memories, and you know, yeah. and if I were to go back and play one of these, I might be like, wow, well, this is horrible. And I said it would so, not be fair to compare some of the games I'm going to compare to, like say like. You know, Jedi Fallen Order because exactly. it's not a comparison exactly. in terms of technology. So we just want to make all of that clear before yeah. we start. So don't no, don't, so don't get mad nobody take it this too yeah. serious. But we're just having yeah. some fun. Again, me and Braxton have not talked about this at yeah. all. This we is gonna be the fun to part. Be, we're all gonna explore right. this together. We want it to be a complete. And you know what? I encourage you guys to make your top ten right now. Yeah. Go ahead, make it. Pause us. Make your top ten. Yes. And then you can you can read yours off as we read ours and kind yeah. of we can all compare. And then if be you awesome. want to even share that with us on like on the comment or something, yeah. Comment your top ten. And we'll be able to read those and have fun with For that. Sure. So, all yeah. right, so let's get so started. So let's get started. So you want to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Sure. Right, um, so, number ten for me is kind of a kind of an odd deep cut, um, but Star Wars Episode Three: The Video Game from 2005 is my number ten. I honestly love that game. Okay. It's it it, it was it, it basically obviously it followed the story of Episode Three. Um, yeah. But but what's really cool with for me is uh, the it had like an arena style yes. where you could yeah. pick any character and fight any from character. any character and it was like a Mortal Kombat kind of yeah. thing. But you could you could fight with Star Wars characters. So I love that. That was really fun. So yeah, I remember when that game came out came out and I like my um, I just remember thinking like graphically this was like the most amazing <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, ever yeah, yeah, and yeah. it had such a cinematic. It feel did. to it compared it to like most Star Wars things we had done before. I was just that. talking about this the other day. Like I remember thinking, because uh, I actually looked this up just the other day because I was like, "What's it look like now? Does it look like potatoes?" I about, <laughs> so I was gonna say, I remember thinking like, "This is the most beautiful graphics I've seen." I looked it up and it was like, "Oh my gosh, this looks horrible." <laughs> yeah, and that was 15 years ago though. Yeah, that's so that's insane. something crazy. So, um, well, what's funny is that was I that. I was really struggling because I had that one on my list. Oh, really? On, on my original, because I put just a bunch of different games that I played and liked, and then tried to narrow it down to only ten. Oh, wow. and that was on there, but it, it ended up being eleventh. So oh, I didn't. So it's only go. an honorable mention for me. Honorable mention. But okay, I so did. what is your number ten? My here? number ten is Super Star Wars 
The Empire Strikes Back on the Super Nintendo. Ooh, that is a deep cut right there. That was yeah. one of the very first Star Wars games I ever played, if not the first. Yeah. And um, yeah. I still have vivid memories of playing like the Hoth level and yeah. riding the Tauntaun, you know, there, That's there. Awesome. And, and yeah. very good memories of that. Yeah. A lot of fun. I didn't very hard. That, yeah, I didn't. At I, least back when I was young, it was very hard. I didn't play that one nearly as much, um, but I did play it. And yeah, I do vividly remember that it was very difficult. <laughs> I remember I was like, I, just, I never got past like halfway through a game. Like, I, just, I don't know if I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never got very far in it, and I, but yeah. I'd replay like the Hoth. The Hoth level is probably the first one, and I probably replayed yeah. like a billion times. <laughs> you know, in my but, childhood, I played a lot of video games, and I played ton of first level. First as long as and had a great time. Doing Anyways, it, good so. memories. With great that. memories. So okay, cool. So that's our number ten. Let's go on to our number nine. My number nine is the Star Wars Lego Complete Saga. So okay, yeah. So. Again, I want to reiterate on mine is like the numbering for mine. Like, oh, this is number nine, really. I don't. I, I have don't, to say, I'm incredibly shocked that it's, well, that you have it in your for number me, nine. For me, for me, <laughs> honestly, for me, it, number one sometimes is just as good as number nine. Number two is just as good as number four. Sure, you know? sure. They're so not, these are not hardcore numberings for me. I just put the top ten I really enjoy. So that's kind of way it is. Instead of like saying like this is number ten, this is number nine, this is number eight. Like in, in terms of my liking, this is actually these are the ten I really liked. So. Yeah, which mine are it's similar. I did try to I did try I, I to did make try them to as well, uh, but make them as yeah. you know like my favorites in rank. But um, wow, I, I I assumed you would have that a lot higher. Well, looking at my list now, I am kind of surprised myself because I just kind of threw this together this morning. <laughs> you're um, saying now you're starting to regret. I am kind of I am kind of regretting putting <laughs> Star Wars Lego that far down. But actually, okay, well, okay. I will definitely say that my eight and my nine need to be switched for sure. Okay. So we'll go from there. But what is your number nine? <laughs> my number nine is Star Wars Obi-Wan on the Xbox. So I... Hmm, I actually don't remember that. Really? You don't yeah, remember that I game? Didn't, I didn't you didn't, maybe you never had it. Maybe not. I don't know. Star Wars Obi-Wan, by all means, I'm sure now is not very great. But to me, being an Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, even all those years ago... I thought it was so cool that there was a game focused on Obi-Wan and um, I just had a great time playing that when I was younger. Huh. Again, like cool. my Xbox, I, I'm sure you've heard before, but my Xbox like had, it was notorious for not working very well. <laughs> so <laughs> I never, there's not very many games that I could finish and I don't believe I ever got to finish Star Wars Obi-Wan, but I still tried to play it a lot and had a lot of fun with it <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah that's crazy i don't think i actually ever played yeah. that so that's that's pretty interesting yeah, it was uh, fun it was a good one yeah yeah was awesome so um let's go on my number eight again i definitely think that should have been my nine now that i'm looking back at this but uh uh my number eight was republic commando Oh. So I actually, I mean, it, it's a really good game. Don't get me wrong. Well, I'm just gonna go um, ahead and say my number eight is Republic Commando. Really? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Now, I mean, I guess I can't tell you too much because that was supposed to be my yeah. nine. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I had a lot of fun playing Republic that, Commando. That was a, a very cool game. It was, it was one was, of first of its kind, really. Yeah, especially you, Star you Wars. You had this like squad based. Um, uh, you were played as clones. It had this this gritty dark edge yeah, to it that yeah. we really hadn't really seen in very many Star Wars games, if at, if any at all. Well, the, one of the first things you see, like one of your best friends get carried away by a Geonosian soldier and he's like screaming, ah, you know, it's like, yeah, Whoa, I mean, you know? <laughs> I can't remember who, who created the game. Like, I don't remember the yeah, developers, remember but clearly the, they were like, okay, let, let's make this, this, it's going to be for adults. It's going to be 
uh, gritty, edgy. And uh, for the most part, it worked. And, you know, I always yeah. loved what I loved more than anything about that game was the blade that you had. Yeah. And so they, like, you yes. would just like do the melee and it had that blade so cool. and you just like smack into him. Yeah. Was, yeah. It's cool. like Star Wars Assassin's Creed. Or it was like attached. Yeah. It was like attached <laughs> to the, the like the, the front of your hand. Yeah. The like, front like, of your right hand right there. Now right? it's like opposite side of where right, Assassin's right. Creed But they just be like. Yeah, very cool. It's good yeah. stuff. It's so cool. Number eight, Republic Commando. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So number seven for me is Jedi Fallen Order. So the one that came out previously in 2019. Um, I I really enjoyed oh, playing wow. that game. Um, yeah, but for me though, it might just be because, and I'll I'll be transparent here. It might just be because as I've gotten older, I don't have as much magical experiences like I did when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't get that magical feeling when I played. Fallen Order. I still thought oh, this is a good Star Wars game. I had a fun time playing the, the game itself, but for me it was like it was fun, but it just didn't me that like that <gasps> all factor, and that's why Star Wars Lego definitely should not be number nine. I don't know why I put that there, but anyway. So yeah, that's just weird, bro. I recant my statement. <laughs> Star Wars Lego is definitely at least at number seven. It's right? too late. It's too late. <laughs> okay, fine. What all is right. your number seven? Number seven. My number seven is The Force Unleashed. Ooh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. The Force Unleashed. Uh, was was a, such a, a cool game right it was like, yeah um you were this insanely powerful jedi and mm-hmm. uh and i had a great time playing it but i will say the reason it's not like closer which i know a lot of people especially even probably our listeners would rank the force unleashed pretty high because i mm-hmm. just know it's it's very yeah I mean, it's, it's a very fun game, very man. fun very popular but for me it never fully clicked as much as i think most people did it yeah. was very much just run around and and kill people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I I always like I I do appreciate a little bit deeper stories. And I was already older when Force Unleashed came out. Mm-hmm. And um and so it just it never fully got me in as a fan. And, yeah. And I chose one over two though because uh, two's not on my list. But I chose yeah. one over two because I actually have more memories of playing one Same here. Yeah. than I do Same two. Here. I honestly don't know if I finished two, to yeah. be 100% honest. I, I I only played two, Not I mean, not a whole lot. I don't, I don't know that I finished it either. Yeah, so anyways, um, but I I do think it was a fun game, but that's where it's at on my list. So. Cool. So, um, moving yeah, on to six. Let's move on. Yeah, I had some things to say, but I'll say well, you know, you can, Oh, oh well, I'll say, okay, I'll yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It's on my list still. So, Ooh, um, spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, number six for me. And um, again, I almost feel like this should be a little higher for me just because of the emotions it makes me feel. Um, again, the, like I so said, don't really, for me at least, don't pay attention to the numbering too much. Um, but for me, number six was uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy. Oh, I really, I, I, man, I, you're really surprising me. With I this really, because I assumed for Jedi Academy would be pretty high on yours again, because it, it should be, because I, when I think of Jedi Academy, I honestly think of you yeah. like, because <laughs> I just remember you I always playing it, so it and much. had it and I yeah. so much again, don't pay too much. Don't pay too much to the numbering. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking when I made this list. So forgive me. <laughs> so what is your number six? Well, let me, we let don't, me, yeah, go ahead. Let me talk about yeah, Jedi talk Academy about, for a second. Okay. I, I'm looking at the time, but you know what? Don't, well, well listen, we had, we talked about before, well, this was probably going to go extra long. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. So, so anyway, It'll Jedi Academy, right. um, this was actually, I, I've definitely played games before this, but this is one of the, one of the first games that I played of Star Wars that, uh, I, I thought, man, like this is really fun. This is Star Wars, you know, and it dug me deeper into the movies. 
because it was also this magical thing of like, at that point we didn't have sequel trilogy. So we didn't know what happened after when we did, you know what I'm saying? But, but it was never uh, in a movie. So being able to actually play in a game, physically watch and physically control a character that's inside of what happens after episode six for me was a really, really cool thing. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think force, or I'm sorry, not force release. Um, Jedi Academy was one of those ones for me that again I think I was, I was pretty young so I, I I got to like maybe like the fourth level or something like that and then like I don't know I ever beat it beat it I have since then um, but but yeah I just remember playing some of those uh, levels where you're you're with Luke and uh, and you're you as a, a you and your kind of like your rival or whatever being trained into the the grounds and he like tries to sabotage you and he sends out this like this training robot mm-hmm. and uh and uh you you have to fight it and come to find out like oh it was hard and you beat it come on this was actually set on luke's um training level so yeah. it's like what you know it, so it was a really magical game to me i really enjoyed the characters um i don't know it, again the game itself didn't have a whole lot looking back now but it's just like when i played it it was so fun it really felt like star wars to me so anyway so what is your what is your number six well, before before I say my number six, I do want to say Jedi Academy is not on my list. Mm, and wow. the reason Jedi Academy is not on my list is because I never got to get farther than like maybe the first or second level because my <laughs> Xbox would quit on me. Oh, no. So I never got to really play <laughs> that man game. This man needs a new Xbox. <laughs> I, I never got to get very far in it. Yeah. But, um, but I always enjoyed... Uh, crash landing in the first cool. uh, and and yeah. I would play like the first level yeah. and that was always about when they're fighting that get. Sith at the beginning yeah, too yeah. it was so cool and so anyway. um, I do appreciate that game but I didn't feel like I could put it on my list because sure. I never yeah, I really got that. to so anyways <laughs> so what is your number six my number six is Star Wars Battlefront 2 the old Battlefront 2 mm, interesting okay and um, yeah I played that game so much <laughs> so I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> that, like, that's actually that so the good. only Battlefront on my list is this one, the old Battlefront 2. And the reason for that is I, they're, they're, they're all very similar. They all have their, um, they, you know, they're all connected. And mm-hmm. I, I decided to go ahead and choose that one because I just wanted to choose one because there's, there's like four of them, right? So yeah, or like five actually, if you consider handheld, but I wanted to just choose one to go with and, um, so I chose this one because I spent the most time playing that one. Yeah. I spent, I played that one so much and it was fun yeah. and it had the prequel era and you know, and I got nailed to, it and nailed, and, the and nailed it and I got to be Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi and I did that a lot <laughs> right, of course. Exactly. And I really enjoyed that. And, um, now of course looking at the newer one, is it a, now, especially, is it a better game? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. as far as my memories and enjoyment goes, yeah. I had to give it to the old, Star Wars yeah, Battlefront 2. The, the new Battlefront 2 did not draw me in like the old one did. Right. And that right. could be just a state of our young minds. Exactly. Or whatever, well, but... yeah. And it's the nostalgia and everything right. behind it. And but um so anyways, I had to give it I had to give it to that one. Nice. Cool. All right. So number six. So that is completed. Now number five. We're halfway there. My number five is Star Wars Clone Wars, the game. So uh Star Wars Clone Wars, um, um basically episode two, right? The movie, the video game off of that from 2002. I played that a ton and I, I love that game. I'm trying to remember. What, um, if is you that the saw one? it, you, you'd know it. Yeah. Is there, is there like ship combat in that too? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. You probably, if I showed you a picture, I, you know it. I do remember it. 
I didn't put it on my list, but I do remember that game. Again, yeah. a lot of these are just, again, for me, I had them at home mm-hmm. on the original Xbox and I just wore that disc out, you know, and that's kind of probably why I have such good memories is sure. because just hearing the music and it just being enveloped in the Star Wars universe and, and playing a story I was already familiar with after watching the movie. I think that's kind of why I liked it so much. But uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Clone Wars, the game, um, it was one of the first Star Wars games that I played, uh, other than like Rogue Squadron or whatever, um, that had like ship combat. You got to drive the vehicles around and you also had like a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a firefight mode almost where you could like, you had like protect from hordes of enemy enemies and stuff like that. Just so fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, I can't say too much about it because it's just more of like a nostalgia thing for me, but sure. the game was fun. Um, so yeah. yeah. So what is your episode five? <laughs> what is your uh, <laughs> fifth game here? So my fifth is the Lego Star Wars franchise. You now you can okay. you can say that maybe that's cheating because I'm just like throwing them all in there. Yeah, but if you play a Lego <laughs> Star Wars, you've you've kind of played a Lego Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You know? for the most Some part, extent. yeah. You you've kind of played them all, and so yeah. But uh, the, like when the, when the first one came out, it was such it was so magical, and it I realized was. like it I was really younger, was. yeah. And you know that I'm sure like if I were to go back again and play those today, it would not be the same. But right. like back then when I played that first one, man, it was. It was so much fun. It was, and you know, really I got was. to play. We got to play together. We could well, do, and, it. and the multiplayer aspect was really fun yeah, too. Exactly. You know, not a whole lot of games at that point had multiplayer. That was what really made the difference, is because we go, we could both run around as Jedi. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, even in Lego form, it still, it still felt still, like you were yeah. a Jedi, and it was, <laughs> yeah. and just swinging the lightsabers around. Because we did that jumping. in real life uh, exactly. with plastic lightsabers, yeah. but to do this digitally and see it was so cool. Right, you know? and you know, the ver- the first one that came out, you were, it was actually the prequels. And, um, and so that it was, it was so much fun and we, um, and then like, you know, I, I have a lot of memories of playing it with my sister and we, it's just it has so many memories for me. Yeah. And then the, the second one came out, which brought the original trilogy, which was again, fun as well. Oh, yeah. I didn't play that one as much, but it was still, um, memorable. It was still a yeah. good time. But then I also have to mention the third one, which was the Clone Wars, which added like a couple of different seasons from the Clone Wars yeah, um, yeah, I did. Yeah. That one I had, I have to mention because I was a little older by that point, and so I wasn't as into into Lego games as far as like the the immersive and magical <laughs> part of it, right? Yeah, that exactly. like when we were younger. But what I did really enjoy about that is, you know, Lego games can be pretty simple, and so like when you're playing, they um, the puzzles and stuff aren't that hard. And if you're playing yeah. two player, especially if you're both older, you know, like yeah. you're kind of you're just kind of like waiting for someone to do their puzzle and move on. Right. What was cool about the Clone Wars is that it would do uh, certain portions of the game. It would do, it would all of a sudden split the screen and it would, you would go off on two different objectives. Yeah. 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 That was and one of so, the first times you, you got to do that. Yeah. Sure. So like all of a sudden you would go off and do one thing and then the other player would go off and do something else. And then you'd meet back up after, after yeah. you did your part. That was really cool. And that was super, super really cool. cool. And I yeah. loved that. And again, uh, I, I'm sure you and me played it. To oh, get, yeah. oh, we did. I yeah, for sure. A lot. And then of course me and my sister did as well. And, and it was just, it added that, slight little bit more complexity that I needed mm-hmm. to get me hooked. Yeah. As, as, so, as you got older. Right. Sure. And so I really yeah. enjoyed that one. And, um, and there, I didn't get into the force awakens one. Just to be honest. I tried uh, playing it. It wasn't I, as, I couldn't get into yeah, it. I only played I like, 
maybe the first level or it's two levels of it and that's all yeah. I've ever played of it but I'm so excited for the next one and I'm going to yeah. play through that whole game oh 100% like I said <laughs> and, and hopefully when it comes out we can do some live streaming on well, that well what's also cool now is you know I have a daughter and so like she can play along with me and that's and has cool. and has uh, played a little bit with me on Lego games before like uh, we have the, the the DC villains oh yeah or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and play some of that and uh she's really bad at controlling it and, <laughs> right. but she's got to learn somehow right you're right exactly so uh, but it'll be a neat experience she's re- she loves star wars so it's yeah. gonna be cool to 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 play those and, and i just love the idea of introducing this like new generation and giving them those same warm nostalgic memories right about right. the same things we had exactly and that's that's magical and so i'm idea. really that's probably what i'm most excited about is getting <clears> that and being able to just like me and her like play through those those um those missions yeah. together and then of yeah. course you and me are gonna have fun too well, of course but. we're gonna play it <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is our number five so let's move on to our number four on the downward slope here and my number four star wars video game is actually force unleashed so okay. force unleashed um what really hooked me was the gameplay at the very beginning um and it was one of the first times that we get to see the true power of darth vader and uh, we got to see him just, I mean, just going through Kashyyyk and just ripping huts up and just like just destroying people. I mean, you were un- like playing that character. It was meant to be this way, but you were literally unstoppable. Nothing could hurt you. Could not die pretty much um, as 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 Vader. And yeah. it was just it was just so cool. And then after that, you slowly learn how to, you know, you you, you play as um, well, Starkiller, but I can't Star remember his, his actual name on there. But um, forgive me. Um, but uh but you play star killer and and you slowly build up your powers but like being able to like like and it's it's really dark but i thought it was so cool that you could like mind trick stormtroopers and like this is not worth it he's like oh i can't handle anymore like jumps out of a window and like whoa (laughs) but like it was so cool because that's something you've never seen before to me it was very revolutionary um in terms of star wars gameplay and that's why i really enjoyed it so what is your number four good sir my number four is Knights of the Old Republic 2. Mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. So I I loved Knights of the Old Republic 2. It added um, this... It was a very interesting game because you would go through and you had companions and stuff, but like as, as it would go along, the things you would do, the decisions you would make, the conversations you would have with those companions and things yeah. would completely change the outcome of of not only your story but like if they're even with you any longer what they thought of you what would become of them yeah and it added, that's a big diversification of what we originally had in the first game you know right and so i really thought all that stuff was cool so it added so many different layers to what the original one had um mm-hmm. and then we had like the lady i cannot remember her name at the moment but the the older lady korea something like that yeah, I'm sure I, some I, of you guys are listening. Yeah, no, but she she was kind of like your master. She you find her and she ends up kind of training you, and and spoilers for that game for those of you that um, don't want to know. But she's actually uh, Sith, and so and you start to learn she's kind of trying to push you in that direction throughout the whole game. And so it's up to you. Mm-hmm. You can give into those things. You can follow along with her, or you can resist those dark side pushes. And it's just kind of neat, you know, to to be in the shoes of a Jedi who has to decide 
because they're considered an exile. Your character is an exile. They've yeah. been pushed out of the Jedi Order for certain reasons. Yeah. And so it's up to you depending on how um, you deal with all of that. And so the whole game is a struggle of like, do you go to the light or do you go to the dark? Yeah. And, very and cool. you have these voices, you know, and this master that's pushing <laughs> right. you to the dark. And yeah. then you find out that she is, she is a Sith and she has been trying to, to turn you this whole time. And just a super interesting yeah, story. I mean, the story's insane. And, it, and yeah. it's very much the closest thing I think we've gotten to like a gray Jedi, so yeah, like you know what sure. I mean. This for sure. a lot of people like to talk about that and things, but yeah. I think that is one of the the most um, um, interesting stories we've gotten of kind of that whole. It was, a, it was a very dark game, so yeah, for sure, oh, awesome. So that is our number four. Um, so let's go ahead into our number three. So my number three is Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. There's something in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's so good that it's transcended uh, into my Star Wars. My list. number three is Viva Pinata. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, my wee little heart can't take it. <laughs> so, um, number three for me, seriously, is Star Wars Jedi Outcasts. Okay, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Much like, um, much like Jedi Academy, that's another game that I owned. And again, I just played and played and played and played. And uh, I have to say, I'm I'm again shocked. You've surprised me again because I figured Jedi Academy would be, you would consider that one higher on your list than, than honestly. Outcast. I said I, when I was making this, I pretty much just threw them in there. I didn't really order them. So would Academy be higher than Outcast? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, it would have been. And in uh, Star Wars Lego, would have been definitely up there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so your list means nothing. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I definitely put more thought into my list. Well, yeah, you think he did. Because <laughs> I, I put this together like right before I came over to his house. So it's not, I mean, I didn't have that much time. So, yeah, <clears throat> you know, so just blame me. So, <laughs> all right. So number three for me is Jedi Outcast. Honestly, again, much the same reason. It was just, it was one of the first times I ever played or one of the first games that I ever played that again, just opened up this whole new world to me. Um, and, and the story was so compelling, um, and being able to utilize all the different, like you can pick up guns or you can have a lightsaber or you can have, you know, explosives and you get to go to all these different worlds. And I don't know, you know, like I said, it, more than just the game itself, it was just the environment. Um, and it was again, just one of those form during my formative years of starting to really get into star Wars, uh, I played this game and it just drew me in. And uh, yeah, so I mean, again, there's not a ton to say about the game itself. I just really enjoyed it. I think it was a really fun game. Uh, great story. And uh, yeah, so what is your number three? My number three is Jedi Fallen Order. Really? Now yeah. that actually does surprise me. Yeah. That um, really surprised so me. So I have to agree with what you said about Jedi Fallen Order, about like it didn't have the the magic immersive mm -hmm. you know stuff to it like a lot of these games we're talking about had because we were younger but i had to give it a high rank because it's just such a well-crafted game mm -hmm. as far as star wars games go it is the best um the best production sure you know yeah the, the highest I agree, for sure the highest the closest um to a star wars movie in a video game we've ever got. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. the graphics are outstanding. The gameplay is outstanding. Um, the only thing I hate about the game is having to travel all the way back to your ship after you're done. Yeah, that, was kind of that was annoying. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, but, um, other than that, uh, it's just so well made. 
And so I had to give it a high rank because for those, for those reasons, I I felt like it was well-deserved again. Is it my, is it personally like my favorite? Eh, I I guess I kind of broke my own rules with this one because for the most (laughs) part I had been basing my rankings off of games I had just loved and appreciated, but this one I threw in up close anyways, just because like, I just think it deserves it because it was such, it's such a well-made game. And then, and then just like the environmental aspects were so good on it too. Um, being able to explore these worlds in an open world setting and, uh, and then being able to, um, you know, customize your look and your saber and everything like that was just, it was, it was really cool. It was really fun and it did feel like star Wars. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Maybe not as much as some of these previous games that I've listed, but maybe that's just because I was younger. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. So anyway, so uh, anything else down number three there? No, go, go ahead. Okay, so the, the my last two, number two and number one, are okay. actually I actually did, for really? a fact, these are my actual two and number one. I can't wait to hear what they yeah, are. Yeah, so my number two is the original 2005 Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. That is my number two. That's your number two. I loved that game so much. I think I played that game more than almost any other wait, game. which one was it on mine? I don't remember. Six on mine. Forsooth, Six shame on thee. Anyway, <laughs> no, I, I, I think I played that game honestly more than I probably played any of the other ones because I had it on Xbox and I had it on PSP. So I played them both. Like, you know, basically I was at home, I was playing on Xbox, and when I left home, I had it on my PSP, and you know, I, you know. Um, but uh, honestly, I just, man, uh, for me, that felt like Star Wars. That just, it just felt good. And, and like I said, and, yeah. and, and being younger, I was at that time really drawn into the prequels, um, uh, you know, at, yeah, as George right. Lucas intended, obviously, mm-hmm. um, at, at my age and stuff. And it just did it so well, and it just felt right, and I played it so much. Um, yeah, the Battlefront Two from two thousand five that that was to me one of the better Star Wars games that I've ever played. Um, the gameplay was fun. You got to customize who you were. The battles were so cool. And then again, you know, you could play as the heroes. You could play as the villains, and you get to play as these characters who you so beloved. You know, I got to play as, as Obi Wan, which was like a dream come true. Like actually, exactly, be, yeah. step into Obi Wan and fight in this massive battle. It was just right. so cool, so cool. And uh, kind of allowed you to like tell your own stories inside of it. You know, yep. that you hadn't got to really do before. Yeah, so cool. So. Number two for me is for sure Battlefront 2 2005. All right. So what is uh, what is your good number choice, two? Choice. What is your number two? My number two is Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast. Really? That's your number two? That is my number two. Okay, the way you was acting earlier, I thought it was like you didn't even have that on the list, so it's just kind of surprised no, no, me. No, no, no. So, wow, Jedi no, Outcast number that two. That game is is just so iconic for me it yeah i have so many memories of that game i have played through that game so many times i've played the multiplayer of that game oh the mul- oh yeah so and the multiplayer was so good i forgot much. to mention that but yeah. so much you and me played that multiplayer yeah. together ton, tons ton, ton, uh, ton. i played that multiplayer with a lot of people a lot and it was just such a um such a well-crafted star wars story yeah you know I agree. and you 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 play as kyle katarn you um you start out uh you're not a jedi you're you don't have force powers you don't have Mm -hmm. a lightsaber you play through and eventually um you do get a lightsaber you do start to uh 
to start to use the force and um mm-hmm. you know you go to luke's temple and he trains yes, you and, that's so cool you know yeah. all that stuff was just so so mind-blowingly cool yeah. especially yeah. At, yeah. at at my age back then like it was just such an immersive experience and and it just felt so good. Like the lightsabers mm-hmm. and stuff, it just it felt so good. You could swing, <laughs> you could change forms. Honestly, and for that game, that has some of the best, as old as it is, should I say, that was one of the best saber fighting, like, uh, Yeah, remember how you could change forms ever. as you went? Yes. So, like, you so could change good. to have, like, a large, sweeping, slower motion that was more powerful. Yeah. Or you could have, like, shorter ones, and then yeah. there was, like, a medium. Kind of like a, cla- like, a, like a style five versus a style, you know. Yeah, right, it was right, so right. good. So good. And um, it was... So the st- the story was was fantastic, and and then outside of that, that mul- the multiplayer, you know, you could choose a bunch of different characters, and mm-hmm. then like you would. Um, and what was fun, I didn't have like um, games like hooked up to internet or anything back then, mm-hmm. but we would just play against the AIs. They had oh, yeah. you play against bots, and um, and you could have you know, you and someone else, a friend playing and play against the bots. And we would spend hours doing that. Yeah. And it, it was, was blast. so much fun. Blast, I, yeah. I absolutely love that game and I always will. It will always be one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. It just has so, so many good so memories good. for me. Yeah, absolutely. So that's number two. So read a drama, please. I'm, I'm like 9% sure. I'm our, 99% our number one sure our number one is the same. Is the same. Yeah. <laughs> we, and again, we have not talked about <laughs> we have this, not talked but about I'm like, it, but I'm like, honestly, if my, what I'm about to say is not yours yeah. and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would literally be shocked. I might get up out. Number one I is I would fall out of my chair if it's not the number same. Number one is Kotor. Yes. Okay. What? No, I'm just <laughs> yes, Knights no. of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic is number one. It is Honestly, a masterpiece. I don't know that it could ever be replaced. No. It, it may could. it may forever be my number one. I just don't know what could top it. Um and, and that's for many reasons for me, because A for, for a lot of the same reasons as the previous ones, right? Um, this was made several, several, several years ago. But it was one of the first times I got to play a game where you are going through and exploring the actual Star Wars universe. You know, you're going to all these different planets. You're experiencing all these different things. You're interacting with these characters, uh, you know, different various species that, you know, uh, that are in the Star Wars universe. It was just so cool. And on top of that, the story, first of all, I mean, we don't, we don't need to even talk about the story just as of right now because we all know it's great, right? And that's one of the main things that drive drove me to love it later on as I got older. But yeah. I'm saying just this the sheer amount of content that you have, the choice making, yeah. um, being able to choose if you're good or you're bad. But then also what was so cool is like, I mean, there's even times like where you're, you're in a, you, you do an investive or see how it says investigative things. Like you have to go sure. investigate and be a detective. And like, I mean, this this game had so much to offer on so many fronts, and so many you get to interact with NPCs, and 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 again, kind of like not as much as as Kotor, Kotor two, but you got to interact with them and, and change their opinion about you, and 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 they could leave you or come. You know, it's just so good and so yeah. many things. Like yeah. Kotor two added to some of those elements, right? And kind right. of added some more complexity to some of those things. But um, Knights of the Old Republic has the, if has one of, if not the greatest Star Wars story of all time, <laughs> yeah. in my Seriously. opinion. Seriously, yeah. It is, it is just a, an amazing story. That's yeah. why I still want to see it made into a movie. Yeah. I mean, I realize everything would be spoiled for me, but like, there's still a lot of people that don't know that story. Sure. And it's yeah. a story that is is just so well told. Yeah. And again, what makes it, I guess what makes it 
even better. And so maybe it wouldn't work as a movie. And that's maybe I'm sure they've had these talks many times is, but it's that you create your character. You choose what your, who your character is, what he mm-hmm. is. And then, you know, you make the decisions and then you live out those, those big moments, those big right. surprising elements, you yeah. know, and, and just going into, into the big spoiler. So if you, if for some reason you have, you've not experienced the game and you want to, you can, skip ahead or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. the big, the big thing is that, you know, you are Darth Revan and you don't realize that for, <laughs> right. for a long time. So cool, man. And then yeah. when they finally reveal like you are Darth Revan, it's an insane moment. I, I mean, it will forever be one of the biggest surprises for me of any, um, of any story. Yeah. I think yeah. it was such a, it was such a huge surprise, but it was one that was like, this is amazing. Like, you know, like what, what even happens now? And, um, so the character of Revan means a lot to me, but then all of, even all of the characters that were alongside you, you know, have Mm -hmm. so much meaning and just to see, um, that story, how it plays out and how each of those, what happens to each of those characters and the worlds that you travel to. And, yeah. You know, we've talked before about Dantooine. how like Dantooine means oh, so much to us, right? That was such a good, such a and, good one. Um, yeah. And going to, to Korriban and and to uh, um, Terrace. And there's just all these different yeah. the places that were just so cool. Absolutely. And it was on a scale that we had never seen before. Yeah. And arguably have not seen again. It, yeah, the scale is definitely... Um, for sure, on you know, and, and the second thing that that comes part of that is kind of to some extent close to uh, Fallen Order in terms of the scale of the game, right? Going to different planets and things of that nature. But like again, like uh, one thing that you absolutely do not have on uh, well, the thing with with Fallen Order though is we don't have any of those RPG elements. Well, th- that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to mention. One thing, that, okay, Fallen Order had a very linear thing, right? Very linear. Very linear. They you did exactly what they want. Go to Dantooine. You could go train to be a Jedi. You had to, like one of the tests. You had to test. You had to memorize the Jedi code. Yeah. And you had to say it verbatim, piece by piece, line by line. And then that moment when you have to go and make your lightsaber, you know, it's just so. Cool. And then and then you go out on Dantooine and like there's a you have to like literally investigate uh, to see if this guy basically like I don't remember killed his friend or whatever. And you have to like talk to different people and you have to investigate like. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say about that. That's just so crazy. We've never seen anything like that else in another game, let alone a Star Wars game, in my opinion. I mean... Yeah, so, you know, we get we got Knights of the Republic, and the closest thing after that is also one of my other favorite series, which mm-hmm. was made from the same people as Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy. Well, true. Mass Effect true, trilogy true. is... Uh, our, well, I mean, when you look at the bigger picture, the Mass Effect trilogy um, topped Mass Effect in some ways, made... Mass, or made um, or topped Knights Old Republic. I don't know what I think. I accidentally said Mass Effect again. <laughs> Top Knights Old Republic in a lot of different ways made those even better, and that's why everybody wanted another Knights Old Republic from Bioware. Yeah, because they had continued on with Mass Effect, made these Mass Effect games so amazing, and everybody wanted to see what a new Knights Old Republic game would be. Unfortunately, we never got it. We got the Old Republic from um, from another team at Bioware. And which is an MMO. Listen, it's a it's a decent game, but it it's mm-hmm. not the same. Right. It's, it's just not the same, and um, it never will be. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. until we get another game like and and 
And what's interesting is why can't we get another game in the same kind of gameplay? It doesn't even have to be know. Knights of the Old Republic, but why can't we get another Jedi game where you you make your character, you have you make narrative decisions, you know, you can change what happens. Why is that why does no one want to do that? I want to I want to say because ultimately at the at the top of every decision, Disney has to put the check mark. And at the yeah. end of the day, Disney does not want to do anything that goes against their narrative, even if. Do you, so you think the narrative, the arch, the um, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the basically the the crossroads uh, narrative would would be a problem. Yes, hundred percent. Because because Disney wants there to be such Disney wants there to be linear because it can then be put nicely here in this little shelf on their lore table so to speak you know what i'm saying like because i think well, I, well, I don't know why you couldn't do what they did in the past even with knights of the republic as they said here you go you can do whatever you want make whatever decision you want have the story you want but in the end mm-hmm. there this version is the canon version well and, and not to say that they couldn't or shouldn't or wouldn't right and and, and for me uh i want that to have i absolutely right, 100% right. want that to happen. but i just know disney and i know how it works out is if like they don't want to have that variable of where like well you can choose to do that goes against our lore yeah. but but it's not canon but like they don't they want I, to be a concise clear cut this is lore this is not type thing I I agree I think that's exactly one of the big reasons why they've not done it but you have to think how much money a sequel would make and that's over public <laughs> I mean yeah, there'd be so yeah. many people that would buy it oh yeah and so for sure. they like their money so I, I mean I, come on Disney if you're out there listening you will get money if you do this so just do it but anyways <laughs> one of the greatest video games of all time not even talking Star Wars but just one of the greatest video games of all time mm-hmm. but my all time favorite Star Wars video game and I don't think yeah. anything's going to beat it anytime soon, if yeah. ever. I might go to my grave saying that's the best video yeah. game. So I guess we can rest <laughs> assured say that uh, Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> well, yes, we know you like we know you like Skyrim. Just, just stop. Anyway, guys, so we're gonna go ahead and cut it there. We went way over our time, but with that, we hope you enjoyed this segment. This is something kind of special. Yeah. Um, this is uh, so, Josh, and thanks for this awesome suggestion. If you're still listening out there, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but we've been. It's been a, a good time. I, I actually really enjoyed doing this. Yeah, I thought that was really was fun. I thought that but, was really fun. Hey, guys, if you haven't um, yet, make sure you like us and, uh, you know, share this with everybody you know. Uh, we we uh, have been having such a great time doing this, and we've got a lot more planned for you guys in the future. Um, so just keep looking out for that. Uh, go Make sure you uh, comment and um continue to know to ask us questions anything any question you can ask us anything we want to hear it want to hear from you guys but until next time may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the jedi eternal